Hey everyone, this is Christy Brent. Thank you for joining us for a podcast from Brave Love Women. Brave Love is a worldwide movement aiming to activate women in their catalytic callings. We believe that women have a unique role in shaping history and that Brave Love Women are women of solution, bringing breakthrough in family, society, and the nations. You are listening to a Brave Love Woman podcast. Isabella Waters is going to... You guys, this is so great. I have Brian here today. Let's go, Christy. Come on. I don't know if I should call him Boaz. Oh, yeah. Um, all, all the good ones. What do you prefer to go by? Um, you know, I just I just think Boaz is great. Why not? <laughs> Stick with it. Maybe Mordecai. He's been a little more Mordecai. I think to Mordecai break, feels better. I think it does, too. It I'm feels just, right. I'm trying to get everyone to the... You know, you're my Boaz, but for brave, love your Mordecai. I'm trying to get all these ladies yes. to the king. Yes. <laughs> or to their... To their to their version of Boaz. You know what's really fun is when Brian wakes up and he says, "I am burning to talk to the brave love women," and then he goes off into what he wants to tell you. And so I'm just like, wherever the Holy Spirit is going right now, that's where we're gonna go. And it's on this guy big time. And then I am so grateful for this. Really grateful for this. Because we've been talking about the gospel, we've been talking about sharing our faith, and Isabella Waters is going to go through the five fingers, she calls it, of how to share your faith. Just super, super simple. When I was, you know, like your guys' age, I used to walk around with a big orange, these little orange tracks from Campus Crusade for Christ, and you open it up and You'd walk up to someone and say, It's the four spiritual laws. It's the four spiritual laws. Those it's are awesome. God has a great plan for your life. People get saved. You know, it's just sometimes having that the, the basics in your mind and letting the spirit flow through. Some of you are so far ahead, but I just want us all to come along on this. Yeah. And you know what's going to be fun is when you guys start texting us, Oh my gosh, I have a testimony I led someone to Christ. Or, oh my gosh, I, I asked to, to share with someone and they, yeah. <laughs> they persecuted me. <laughs> so, either way, we're going to win. There's lots of rejoicing. So, do we have Shannon on and Isabella? There she is. Okay, she's on mute, but there she is. Oh, let me unmute her real quick. They are ready for you, Isa. Brian is going to share for a few minutes, and then we'll, um, we're all just going to get so taught up by you. I know that you have taught just how to share, share your faith simply for a lot, a lot of years to a lot of students in YWAM, semester after semester. Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited for this. Is Shannon here today, too? Yeah, Isabella is in the UK right now, and she is waiting to have entrance into the farm back in Brazil. So she's in the UK until this quarantine lifts. Shannon, I can hear you. I'm here, guys. Shannon is in Washington, D.C., right? Yes, yes. And she's been doing two things. She shared brave love there and just exploded it, and you got with some businessmen to talk about a men's movement. 
That's right. <laughs> it's so, awesome. so excited to see you. Well, let's pray and let Brian get us today. Say it again. We're just gonna gonna open up in prayer. Why don't you open us up in prayer? Brian is gonna Brian's gonna start us out today. All right, sounds good. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you, Jesus, for the good news. It really is good news. Yes. For a time that we needed good news, it was now. And so, yeah. Jesus, we just thank you for Brian. Thank you, Father, for all that you put inside of him to release on this call and in the earth. God, we just honor him as a father and a man of God after your heart. And we just say we are ready to hear what God is saying. Father, we thank you for Isa and for the Brazilian fire that she carries, God. We thank you for what you're doing in the earth, but especially what you're doing in Brazil. God, we just say, come and have your way. Yeah. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Take it away. Oh, this is amazing. I can't wait to hear from Isabella and Shannon and you, Christy. How is it, how's everybody do? Take yourself off mute for just a second. Yeah, that'd be and great. And shout or say something wild. Just come on, 10 seconds. We got to, Michaela. <laughs> yeah. sometimes they're probably doing the dishes or they're probably or, being super or driving the car or something they probably are they <laughs> may not have a camera they're probably their leading someone to christ right now they can't be probably on the video busy <laughs> come on that's easy to know that okay michaela did you send the file yeah i will right now okay you're gonna get a file and before you do i want to tell you we we had we need a drum roll do you have any drums oh, sure i can do that there they are Good. okay this is ridiculous. Okay, remember the story of the Hallelujah Lassies? They're in the ship going to New York. Remember this? There's seven of them and one Salvation Army man. So seven ladies, one man. They're in this ship. They go to New York, and these women had never been trained on anything with the gospel, anything at all, until they got on the ship. Right, that's right. They oh, we're super anything. clear on that. Until they got, got right. I mean, in modern-day training, I need to go to six courses, uh, you know, fly somewhere, whatever, right? They get on the ship. Right. Now, you think when they get to New York, now you go to New York, it's not exactly like you're going to Boise, Idaho. It's a tougher city. That's for sure. I mean, give someone Back a, then, too. At right? least social distance somebody or something. But, but here's what happens is they land there. Are you ready for this? You're not ready for this. I think I am. I, I'm about to tell you something. They in, are, too. In three months, these seven ladies... We're running 200 meetings a week, gospel meetings. In three months, right? In three months' time. Oh, three weeks? It went three months' time, 200 meetings and 22 different projects. That's right. Now, that means these women were holding keys of multiplication. They were confident. They were bold. And, and they were working in miracles. And that set the nation on fire. Seven women set the nation on fire. So 
I was inspired by how they were trained on the go. Yeah, I was too. They weren't bored. They weren't like, mm -hmm. oh, I got to go to a class forever and sit here and what's it all going to do? And so my heart's been burning for that. Like, if it's done before in history, yeah. why don't we do it again? And so this term, what we're going to do is in the month of August, we're calling it the Brave Love Accelerator School. And it's going to be completely online. And you're going to have the ability to sign up for it. And it's going to do two or three things, but so much more. I can't get into all that. But everyone will hear this out. When, you know, when you're part of something like this that's beginning to touch the world, you're going to find yourself teaching it, gathering women. Next thing you know, you rented a building. COVID-19's over. 1,000 ladies are in it. You're like, I thought I was going to make announcements, but the lady never came. Right. You, you know, the lady you hired to come right. is going to make it good. Well, she didn't come, Christy. Oh, no. So you're there, and all you have is the book. And what are you going to do? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to blow up the place, and you won't need that other lady anymore. And so we want you to be trained so you can teach the material and also be an expert at setting people free and knowing how to start projects in the world. That's right. You know, and you don't have to take all the, there'll be electives. Like, do you want to start something in a prison? There'll be, we're going to get experts to teach you what to do. And you won't have to be able to take all of it in August. Maybe somebody will take it in August, then some in September, you know, split it. It's all very user-friendly. But what's going to happen is I was talking to Andy Bird from The Send, and Andy really blew my circuits because he said, we're going to do an online event in, in September, early October, for The Send globally. Now, just to give you an understanding of this, we have 600,000 Instagram followers in Brazil alone, The Send. We have 250 or 300,000 in the U.S. alone. And we're going to blast to everyone on that online to join Brave Love. And that every woman in, that's hearing should join Brave Love. That's going to be more than your Bible study can handle. So these ladies are going to need to be equipped, join into teams, and just to crush it. Yeah. There is no unsaved person safe any longer on the <laughs> earth. Thank you, God. I, I don't, am I the only one excited? No, I, no. Okay. All right. Here we go. Now, there's a lady, Rachel uh, Graham's wife, Rachel. Um, man, I always call him Billy Graham. But, but, but <laughs> anyway, Rachel. And she has this dream. And in the dream, these Laura Nelson, I don't know if you know her, but she was in a field and she was moving in signs and wonders. And the men were following her with joy. Yeah. So I believe women are a trigger point for the gospel. And that's why Isabella's about ready to jump on. That's exactly But right. I sent you in your notes. I'm almost done. Just Do I have a few more minutes? You have like 15, 20 minutes. I don't want to take from Isabella because that woman she, is. I know. She just has one temperature. <laughs> molten lava. Okay, that's all I know. She's from Kona. It's Brazil. It's a combination of things, okay? She's never met a challenge that she didn't enjoy. No, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I can't believe it. Head down. Okay, so you have this handout. You're not going to be able to go over it right now, but let me give you some highlights on the gospel, Dude. okay? This is out of the Freedom Manual, and one thing we're going to do in the Brave Love Accelerate 
accelerator is everyone's gonna have simple freedom moves. Have to. Every woman's gotta be able to set women free we from stuff. We could all use a little more freedom ourselves. What if I'm addicted to yeah. drugs? Send me a brave love woman. That's right. What if I'm addicted to cutting myself? Please send me a brave love woman. That's right. What if I'm bitter and nasty inside because people hurt me? I'm like, please send me a brave love woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brave love woman on the job. Okay, so what you want to see on this is the thief, the Bible says, the thief only comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Kill and destroy. Steal. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. The reason I wanted to put this here is COVID-19 and the politics of the hour are starting to depress us, and we've got to rise up in the power of the gospel and go, that hasn't shook. We're not shaking at all. This is our hour as brave love women to take the sure good news and what it says is abundant life. Yeah. If I had a dollar for every bad dream people are sending me, they were going to happen. I mean, good grief. My house is going to burn down. The roof's going to come off. My food's going to be stolen. It's just they're tapping into such negativity. Jesus is tapped into, I have a harvest, I have abundant life, and my salvation can absolutely change the world. So what does it mean to be free? 2 Corinthians 1.10 is in, the, in page 10 of the notes, the very first page that you have. It is God who delivered us from so great a death, Christy. Yes. That means he delivered us from death. We are alive. That's what salvation does. And he does deliver us and in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. So here's the thing. You're delivered from death. And now currently you are delivered. You have deliverance power over sin. And one day you'll be in heaven fully delivered. So what does it mean to be free in Christ? Can we take ourselves off mute one more time, Michaela, and just shout the word freedom as loud as we can. Come on. Take it off mute. All right. This is a wild, you know, Deborah would, in the Bible, Deborah would wave her hair wild. Yeah, that's right. She got so amped and she got so stoked. It's in the Bible. And religious guys are like, what is she doing? We need some wild hair wavers bringing the gospel and breaking some rules. All right, here we go. That's right. I'm getting overexcited. What's the definition of freedom? You see it on the second page. It's discovering your identity, who am I in Christ, and our purpose in Jesus, and tearing down every stronghold that opposes that ability, and then walking in the purpose of my identity and design. What's a stronghold? It's an area that the enemy has a stronghold on your mind through a way of thinking. Defeat. Inferiority. I'm a second-class person. I'll never be like those people. That's a way of thinking. Right. Salvation tears down those strongholds and gives you a brand new life. You need this Brave Love Acceleration. Every woman graduates in their identity, all strongholds gone, moving in their purpose. That's your graduation. And then start planning the meetings. Can we get seven women to plan 200 meetings a week? I think so. We need to break the Salvation Army record. Absolutely. Okay, I'm almost done, Isabel. I'm going to throw you. I'm going to throw you the ball. But as you look at this, one of the things on on the second page um, that I want you to look at it says freedom in expanded definition. It's on the right side. I don't know if you can see it, but it's right here. It's right here, and it says Jesus has number one a specific purpose for your life. Two, this is the part I really wanted to hit. 
Jesus never loses and always leads us in overwhelming victory. Theologically, God is not able to lose. That's right. He's perfect. He can't lose. Mm -hmm. He can well, no matter what you're struggling with, you can say, I have been thinking these self-hatred thoughts for five years. I'm never going to be this, this, and this. Salvation looks at that and laughs. Mm -hmm. Says, I'm going to chuck that way of thinking mm -hmm. in the pit of hell. Mm -hmm. You're going to be free to fly. Yeah. That's what this is saying is Jesus has the ability to conquer every mindset in salvation and set you free. And that's the Proverbs 31 woman who looked, oh, at, her, looked at her uh, the future and laughed, right? Yes. Yes. That's right, man. We, can, we have that. And the very word freedom implies war. We're going to war over our destiny. No destiny that's a real destiny it is going to not require some war. Mm -hmm. You think the devil is just going to hand you a million souls? No. 300 meetings of religious people all of a sudden set on fire in England? Right. I bet you're going to be praying at least 12 minutes. Yeah. God's going to need to use your salvation, in other words, has such authority in it. I'm telling you, ladies, the authority that you have just because you're saved is enough to move the kingdom of darkness out of your way. And why not women is why not now, right? All right, go to the next page. I'm not going to go through all this, but you have this to study, and it's really enjoyable material. There's a picture on the last page. Do you see the picture here, the God picture? Let's look at that picture. I was part of the art, art team that put that picture together. I just want to humbly say that. It's incredible artwork. Don't you think it is? <laughs> it's clear enough. Uh, I don't <laughs> know. Matters. This is before we had a media team. Come on. There's, <laughs> isn't there grace and brave love? All right. We like simple. Okay. So freedom is about a deep and powerful, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, right? That's what it's all about, being close and to him. So we see the God cloud, and God's always pouring down power, revelation, intimacy into our hearts and lives. But filters are strongholds. Filters are ways of thinking, unbelief, pessimism, negativity, just those three mindset. If I tell Christy, let's just say you were negative, mm -hmm. always a naysayer. Mm -hmm. Christy, you're so beautiful. Are those new glasses? Ooh. Christy, is this shirt new? I've not seen the blue and white. Hiss. Boo hiss. <laughs> she can't get the love because she's thinking in a way that's crazy. Yeah. Let's do defeat. Okay. You know what? I bet you're going to go on a 20-mile bike ride this week. Oh, man. Last time I tried that, I could I could barely get around the block. Oh, but, but, but here's what I'm thinking. You're going to read your Bible this week, and God's going to show you something. Well, I don't know. There's, it just, it, it, it's just not me. Okay. See, we see Christy, tremendous actress. She's bringing <laughs> us this revelation right now that when you have a way of thinking, it opposes what right. God's, God's saying, Brian, I've got this amazing thing for you. And it hits my unbelief. Yeah. You know, uh, it's probably for Christy. Brave love is a company of women that has absolutely encountered the love of God. And God can ask the craziest things, just like Deborah. Mm -hmm. And it blows up. That's what salvation gives you. Mm -hmm. Salvation gives you a destiny, a purpose, and tools and weapons. And nothing can stand in your way as a woman of God. You just keep rolling into the purposes. Those hallelujah lassies, I'm done with this. When I read that chapter that seven women got on a boat. First of all, I don't like to be on boats. 
<laughs> I get seasick every time. Don't travel by boat. I'm just imagining them jumping off in New York. You know, they bowed down the Statue of Liberty. They cried. They wept. They kissed the ground that they had made it alive. And then they went to work. And they went to the poorest of the poor, as you know. And they set up themselves in these bars and clubs and began to win the loss to Christ. America was not ready for a company of seven women. And I wonder in Brave Love is honoring those seven women, if there will be teams of seven that will go out mm -hmm. into the nations to put on crusade evangelism, it's just as one yes. aspect of this. And the seven ladies just kind of trade off mm -hmm. as they're doing the miracles that salvation provides, yeah. doing the healing that salvation provides, and then preaching the gospel. And when we say preaching the gospel, let's go to Isabella, because she's got more fire on this subject than probably any woman. Wow, you are on fire today. I'm just here like, he's in a row today. It's awesome. Uh, wow, I just, how to share the gospel. I put um, my notes, it's on the chat, the chat right there. Michaela is putting on. It's, I'm going to be honest, this is my kind of my raw notes in the beginning. It's like Isa's notes, you can do that, like use that, read it, but it's my raw notes of just how I love like teaching and sharing the gospel and teaching people, young people especially, to share the gospel. So, but um, the second part is the real training that we use for Fine Fragrance DTS. We are using that and it's super simple and has uh, the Bible verses in there. Uh, you can open and follow with that. But um, yeah, but what I, uh, I just wanted to share something quick before I start. I just love doing this. And um, not only because I do DTSs and I, I lead DTSs, it's, it's, I love it. It's when I did my own DTS, I feel like, I felt like I, I discovered what I was born for and to preach the gospel, to go to the lost. And it was like, really like, there's nothing else I want to do in life. And it was like, okay, I can't go back to my normal life. This is it. I'm going to give my life to this. So I've been doing this for 10 years now uh, in YWAM and I love doing it. And every time I pray and I ask God, some, someone asked me to share some places. I'm like, what do I share? the gospel like there's no other thing i want to share and then it's kind of like i feel like it's like like let's remind the body of christ the woman everyone the gospel because it's just um it is good news and 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 for me it's one of my greatest joys when i do um i just see like the the students coming in in the dts that's what um i see the most so they come in and they discouraged sometimes they come with a lot of of course uh, baggage and a lot of things and i love this idea of getting freedom on the go and go preach the gospel and get freedom i love that christy said we all need more freedom so uh i see that a lot like they come in they get healed they get of course like restored and all the things that uh, that they needed like just getting healing and and then restoration in their lives, but also falling in love in like the power of the gospel and how to preach and actually when you preach, people get saved and so it's one of my greatest joy and then seeing that and then going to the nations and seeing them doing that 
in like really with my eyes. It's one of my, my greatest joys. So first of all, I just want to say that I'm wearing a mantle today. Uh, Shannon gave me this shirt when I was in Kona last time. So I feel like I wanted to wear so I can have the mantle. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then um, I love that um, we use a lot of also the, the Salvation Encounter Manual. It's our, like, we need it. We take it on outreaches. We use it all the time. I don't travel, never travel without one copy in my in my suitcase, I even have it here. So, uh, because it's like, you never know when you're gonna encounter someone and preach the gospel and teach them. And so we use, I use a lot of that too, the Salvation Encounter that Brian and Christy like uh, put together. So a lot of my notes will be out of that too. So first of all, you girls ready? I'm excited. Uh, so I have 15 minutes, right? Michaela, just do a thumbs up. Okay. Yeah. Um, 15 minutes. You're good. Okay. Um, so first thing is that uh, when we look at the life of Jesus, he came to seek and save the lost. So if you want to walk like Jesus, he was after the lost. And we need to do the same. Go after the lost. And we're called to do that. And it's not what I always like share. It's like so in my heart. It's not all only for our pastors and not all only for the missionaries we're all called to share the gospel like um we i used to say i always say that like jesus did not suggest the great commission he didn't really like oh maybe if you're a pastor if you were uh have skills or no he's like go into the world and preach the gospel to all preachers like so we need to like preach like it's a calling for all of us and um, yeah, we are, if you want to imitate Jesus Christ, we need to seek and save the lost. So um, so the two Bible verses, if you were following, it's uh, Romans 1, 5. And so through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell the Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. So that's Romans 1, 5. And um, 2 Timothy 4, 2. Preach the word, be ready in season, out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort, and with all long suffering and teaching. So that's another verse uh, to start. So one thing I do often too, like is what when Shannon was praying, like I pray that so many times, like, Thank you for the gospel. Just in your daily prayers to thank Jesus for the gospel. Because when you do that, your perspective, your perspective completely shifts. So you're like all sad or no, like, oh, but this, but I'm locked down. I can't. But when you look at the gospel, the good news, like everything changes. Like when you, you're like Shannon was praying, Jesus, thank you for the gospel. Everything, everything else you do, you give us beyond the gospel it's a bonus like he gave us all the good news salvation eternal life freedom that's all we need you know and so remind yourself like live the gospel daily one thing i always say too like we have a uh, evangelist all of us probably most of us know frenchie he's like always preaching we learn so much from him he just like taught all of us when he comes to brazil he always like 
you know what? You need to preach the gospel in the mirror to yourself. Like, so get that rhythm of preaching the gospel to yourself in the mirror. So you will change your perspective for sure. It's guaranteed. So, um, so one thing that we, uh, we sometimes think, okay, uh, the gospel is powerful. It's powerful for my life. But if we don't speak out and preach, it's not going to be powerful. Um, I just do love like Reinhard Bunke's, like all his teachings. Like I got into a groove one time of watching all of his teachings and he's always, always preaching the gospel and bringing back the, the importance of the gospel. And I love it. And then he once said something that really marked me. He said he was in, um, in uh, Australia in the Hillsong or something like a big conference and they're like, oh, like, we're going to gather and do lots of prayer, pray for God, the revival to come to Australia for transformation. To and then he's like, yeah, you can pray as much as you want. But if you don't preach the gospel, nothing's going to change. You know, like we love prayer and it is amazing. I love prayer so much. But if we don't open our mouth to actually preach the gospel, nothing will change and people will not hear so just the conviction of you have a voice and if you don't say it you're like kind of banning people to experience salvation in the gospel so it's like and then um it, it takes us back into like genesis 1 when um when uh the earth was formless and empty and darkness was uh over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god of god was hovering over the waters God said, let it be light. So nothing was happening until God says something. So it's like the spirit is just hovering. That's how we see the spirit of God is around. It's in the nations. It's everywhere. But until God spoke, nothing happened. So that revelation for me was like, yes, like the Holy Spirit is here. But if, if we don't, God don't speak through us things are not going to change, you know, like the gospel not be heard. So that, that was a, a huge revelation. And I do believe like as women, like uh, we do, we do carry the voice of God and then like it needs to be released and it's time. And there's nothing more important than we want to talk about than what Jesus did for us. So um, nothing happens if we don't open up our mind, um, our mouths and pro proclaim the gospel. So, and then uh, the verse that every missionary loves it, and then that I love preaching on and talking about. It's like it's uh, Matthew 28, but also I'm gonna talk like just uh, read to you guys. Um, Mark 16, 15 says, and then uh, Jesus is leaving and says to the disciples, "Go into all the world." and preach the gospel to all creation. So again, it was like a command of Jesus to the disciples and to us, you know, when he left was the last thing he said. So it must be really important that he called us to go and, and proclaim the gospel. So we need to take responsibility on that. And people are longing for truth. That's something that I always get question on but I feel like I don't want to offend people and I want to I don't want to like say it and offend and what they're gonna think no God said that he like he 
put eternity in everyone's heart. So people long for that. They just need to hear. So we never go in thinking that the gospel is going to offend or cause anything, but it will cause salvation. You think about someone walking towards hell, and then he encounters you, and you share the gospel, and then you shift their like whole like future into eternity and that's a big deal so we are able to do that with the proclamation of the gospel so um we all are called to spread the good news and no more to say now i'm going to teach you guys super simply and uh before i teach and i go through the five we're going to go through the five steps to simply preach the gospel to people anywhere, anytime, any circumstances, you can use that. So, and uh, before that, I wanna challenge you, and this is gonna be my challenge. Before next week, we're gonna commit to preach the gospel to one person. The pizza guy that's gonna come to deliver, the, the someone who's gonna call you to offer something on the phone, like, <laughs> anything like your mom your dad anyone in your home they haven't heard yet you're going to commit to preach the gospel if you are committing if you're saying just send a thumbs up there or um we're gonna ask next week if you're gonna do it or not okay okay it's so funny i'm gonna try to show you guys i'm really bad in drawing but i'm gonna show you how i did the five fingers <laughs> Awful, but just to, rem to remember the five fingers, it's super easy to do it. First of all, it is uh, we, when we approach someone and we want to kind of share something with you uh, or like you're in a conversation and you feel like you don't need, a, need, need to like say you're preaching, but you just throw the gospel out there. So first of all, you got to remind people that God created everything that God created heavens and earth, everything in it. He created mankind in his image and he desired relationship with us. Okay, Genesis 1.1, Genesis 1.26 and, and when God creates everything. Um, really simple, first thing, creation. Okay, second thing, that's easy to remember. Second thing, sin, man, chose to turn away from God in disobedience and sin entered in the world. So that's why we say sin. We kind of do like a weapon like that, <laughs> like a gun, sin. <laughs> so um, the verse on that is Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and fall short in, of the glory of God. So we need to explain to people that we all uh, sin. We are sinners. We are in our nature. We are sinners. So explain. People really actually relate to that because we know we're not nothing. We're really like trying to get things right. And um, and no amount of good works will save us. That's important to explain to because so many people really believe they can do good and get saved. So really important. You're, we're sinners. We need to forgiven, be forgiven. And so Romans 3.23, Romans 5.12. Therefore, as sin entered the world through one man, one death through sin. And in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. So those are the two verses. Okay, number three. 
God's love and forgiveness. God loves and of forgiveness. Romans 5, 8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And to remember number three, it's a verse that we all know, John 3, 16, John 3. So here, three, sorry. For God so loved the world that he gave his only and one son for whoever is believing him should not perish but have eternal life. So there was a price and consequences for all the sin of the world. So and then God chose to love us, sending his best. Like, and this is when, uh, one of the parts that I like the most. Like, think about it. The most precious thing God had, he gave it to us. He gave it to you. So number three, for God so loved that he gave Jesus. Number four, man's price. All we have to do is receive, to receive this free gift of salvation is to receive and understand and say yes. So then uh, we must repent from our sin and receive his forgiveness. Romans 10, 9 and 10, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So uh, understanding that only we can only be forgiven if we confess that Jesus died for us. Number four and number five, it's if you do that, you have eternal life. So you can live forever with Jesus in eternity. And that's the only way that you can do that. It's receiving him. So Romans uh, 5 and then also like that's a verse that I love it. Psalm 16, 11, you make known to me the path of life and you will fill me with joy in your presence and eternal pleasure at your right hand. We need to say, share that if you do that, you have eternal life and pleasure and joy with Jesus. So again, God creation, sin entered to the world, God's forgiveness, accepting Jesus with, like with your mouth and salvation and eternal life. Five steps, super simple. You can do that. You can do it. It's on you. And um, just really practice. Practice, like I said, in the mirror. Practice to your friends. And um, it's really simple, but it is the only way that people actually will be saved. If you preach and they understand and they uh, they uh, actually proclaim it and receive it and, and declare it their mouth. So this is it. Super simple. I don't know if there's anything else I should say, but that was my part. Um, just do it. It is addicting. It is addicting. There is nothing else that gives us more joy when you see someone understanding the gospel. Like, honestly, it is the joy and it's addicting. You want to do it again. You want to do it again. And even when you're rejected, People don't want to hear. You keep doing it until someone hears and accepts, and it is the best. It's the best feeling. It is something that you can't argue with anything. Like if you preach the gospel, someone is saved. It's the best feeling, and it is like you actually change someone's destiny forever. And it is what a privilege Jesus gave us and that he wants to use us like this. So this is it. This is me. There you go. Unbelievable what just wow, happened. That was great, Isa. So simple. I'm going to so lead simple. someone to Christ this week. That's it. You have to.
you, you set me on fire. I feel like Brazilian fire came right through the phone. It's so simple, those five fingers. What are they again? What's finger number one? Creation. Creation. Creation is number one. Sin. Sin's number two. Forgiveness. 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 Declaring with your mouth, accepting. Declaring with your mouth. What am I declaring? That Jesus died for me for my sins. Okay. And then number five is eternity. Eternity, yeah. You're going to heaven. Okay, yeah. one more time. Let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it let's again. Do it again. Number creation. one. Creation. Creation. Number two. Sin. sin. Number three, forgiveness. Forgiveness. Number four, declare out. Number five, eternity. Eternity. Whoa. Hey. Okay, when you share your faith like that, do you ever forget one of the fingers? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so we don't want to be like, hey, you only preach the gospel with the five fingers. We just want to give you like a, like guidelines. But some like I think it's if you get the concept, you need to tell them about God, who God is, the creator. You God need is. to tell them the good works don't save, but we are sinners. We need we needed Jesus to come and put Jesus always first in everything you're gonna share. Just remind everyone what Jesus done and then um, offer them. With what is life with Jesus? Salvation, eternal life. So, wow, so clear. These notes are so clear, Christy. Everyone can lead someone to Christ this week. Yes, I think that they could start with each other, just practicing. Practicing like right now? Well, n not this very second, maybe, but <laughs> okay. I want to hear from Shannon today. <laughs> we got to get to Shannon. Let me give you a funny story. I, I would set up, Isabel, I love your mirror thing. Like, yeah, Frenchie, Frenchie speaking of the mirror. Now, if you've got a lot of self-hatred, mirror's not good. So get free of the self-hatred so you can look in the mirror. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But I would set up an ironing board, and that would be my pulpit. And I would <laughs> preach the gospel we have. to nobody in the room. Just, we did. I look like a weirdo. But when I went outside, I had... It, it was in my mind. It was in my spirit. So all of us iron our clothes. All of us have to take a shower. All of us have to comb our hair. Those are your gospel. That's your gospel practice time. And it's amazing, Isabella, when you're on the phone with someone that needs Christ. Yeah. When you're ready to go. Yeah. You're not afraid anymore. Right. Or you're outside. That pizza person comes. You're not afraid anymore. Yeah. There are so many people desperate for Jesus, yes. COVID-19, you know, I've had a lot more people that I know that are close to me that have gotten really sick yeah, in the true. last four weeks. Yeah. And so I feel like everyone's world is becoming more and more like Deborah's, where village life ceased. And they're looking for those lightning rod pillar women that are carrying the truth of what to yes. do in this situation. Right. But I'm burning. Shannon is like looking over there. I feel like it's like Rambo. Uh, you know, she's got uh, fire in her eyes. Look at it, it's like, like lightning's coming out of her eyes. Should I get sunglasses? <laughs> she loves this topic too. Shannon, go to work. What's happening? Oh my gosh, Isa is so powerful. I guess I just I think that a lot of people are like, oh, the gospel, but you're like, man, the silencer is usually that we don't know what to say. 
So you're like, man, the only thing that's going to keep me silent is if I don't know what to say. The only time I'm not going to say something is if either the Lord tells me to be quiet, that does happen sometimes, or if I don't know what to say. So the simplicity of being like, man, I actually, I, that, that gives me so much freedom when I know what to say. I, I have two thoughts. The first one is I was thinking about this dream that Hannah Yates had years ago. She's one of our dear friends. She lives in Kona with us. Her husband's an incredible um, musician and she's just amazing. She had this dream and she had a dream that there was this Hawaiian woman standing in front of her and she was saying to her, why didn't you tell me? why didn't you tell me? And she was holding something and she was saying, why didn't you tell me? Why didn't you tell me? And Hannah looked at her and she's like, what, what do you mean? And she looked down and the woman was holding a brave love book. And she said, why didn't anyone tell me? And when Hannah shared that dream with me, it convicted me. It's convicting me again right now. And I'm like, God, like we can't wait. This is why we can't wait. I'm like one of our, one of our, Rachel Mathis, she's on our, our, our team in, in um, Kona. They went to a model, a model for Christ thing to fashion week and we're dressing models. And she was smiling at the models and, and she was told, just smile at them. We'll see the love of Jesus. But she, her and Jess Dill, when they left, she was like, man, it's crazy. The conviction that we felt that, man, we're smiling at them, but they're still going to go to hell. And guys, that is like, that's what we're saying. It's like, man, we could do incredible things for Jesus. We could, we could, we could start so many projects. We could do so many things. But if we don't lead them to Christ, they're still going to go to hell. <laughs> and I'm like, man, God, I want to carry that conviction. And I want you guys to know that I believe that the conviction is rooted and the reality that if Jesus can save me, he can save anybody. Man, I heard someone say, it's, I really love thinking about what I was like before Jesus. I'm like, man, that is such a good thought for me to think, man, what was I like before Jesus? And now, I, now today, who I am because of him, it is like, <laughs> how could I not tell the world? How could we not love Jesus? How can I not love him? How can I not tell someone, like, if we had a brand new car, if we were living in a shack with dirt floors, and had nothing, and we were abused every day, and we were in bondage every day, and someone led us to a brand new house, beautiful floors, friends filling that house, would we tell anybody? We would tell everybody. We're gonna be like, we, you will not believe what just happened to me. I just got this beautiful home. I was in this shack and now I'm in this place. Like, and I'm like, man, I think that we are debunking this idea that the gospel isn't good news. And the other thoughts having Bill Johnson, he says, everyone wants a king like Jesus. Man, when I look at the lost and I think you want Jesus, you want Jesus, everyone wants Jesus. That is a powerful motivating factor for me. And so I just want to say that, but I just want to see what you guys are saying. And then I'm like, this is the last thought. I was just recently at my sister's farm and they just got some students there. They run this thing and um, it's powerful. I just don't have time to explain it. I made it sound like it's like just something, but um, it's called the 18 inch journey. And there was this guy there. And I went down and I, and I had heard that he was a concert pianist and he's like a brilliant composer and musician. And I went down and I was kind of making small talk with him. I said, yeah, I kind of, you know, I just kind of can play the piano by ear. I kind of, you know, I just tinker around. He's like, that's awesome. You know, he's like, I, I, I kind of play by ear too sometimes. And, 
And I thought, but well, how long have you been practicing? And he said, oh, I started when I was six. My parents made me practice 25 minutes a day, every day for three years. And then after that, they never had to tell me to practice again because I loved it. And I just did it every day. And he said, and after I was at, had practiced being excellent in it is when, when I was playing by ear and hear, heard things, I was able to play because I knew what I was hearing. I knew the notes that I was hearing. And man, it just so struck me that I thought, man, we're in a new era where we are reconciling the two, the, the, the knowledge to know what to say and the zeal to say it are coming hand in hand. And Brian, you and Christy have laid the foundation for us in that through these manuals and these, the freedom manual and salvation encounter. It's like, it's not everyone's hearts are like, you have my yes, just tell me what to do. And I think God's reconciling that today again for us. Like you don't need, you have no more excuses. Here's the manual. Here are the words, get with God and get the heart to do this. And so that's just uh, what I wanted to tag on to it. Shannon, that was like, I can't even believe I'm part of this today. I, I think women's Bible studies are 10 times more exciting than men's. I don't know what's going on, man. Isabella lit me on fire. I want to preach. Everyone's yeah. so joyful. There's so much Holy Spirit. There is. Okay, I got to say this. I'm going to hand it back to you, Shannon. I want you to react to this, Shannon. Because every lady on this Zoom, this is, I want to be vulnerable and share something. Because I believe what Isabella and you are sharing, Christy, it's about the power of salvation, right, today. Well, we all know that Christy was healed. This is, now hold on with me. She's healed of Lyme's disease. Mm -hmm. But about two, three weeks ago, she started getting this extra fatigue. And it kind of reminded me of the days of Lyme's disease. And I had to make a decision. Was Christy healed? Or maybe she was partially healed. Was she really healed? And of course, the Holy Spirit was quick with me and says, she's fully healed. And as I stood that ground and took authority over the enemy through my salvation. Right. And this is really what, the, what Isabella is saying is salvation gives us that power. And I called a doctor friend of mine. I said, here's what's going on. And he said, oh, she needs, she has an infection in her stomach. And she needs to take an antibiotic. I said, well, when she used to take those antibiotics, when she had Lyme's, yeah. she would get such a horrific headache, she couldn't move. So I said, oh, my gosh. Do I really believe she's healed? Because the minute this pill goes in, five minutes later, she's going to be just laying on the ground. Well, the pill goes in, and Christy's riding a bike with me two hours later down the street, you know, getting a tan. I mean, she was out riding me. I was like, where is she? Luckily, I had binoculars. I could find her seven miles ahead of me. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's in salvation, right? It's those four R's. It is. We, we repent. We receive God's forgiveness. Mm -hmm. We rebuke the enemy. But then we got to replace it with the new life. Replace is Shannon's talking about it all connecting, walking in the new life mm -hmm. and holding that ground. Yeah. And I'm so glad that with you, okay. we held the ground. Yeah. I wonder how many women on this call have had so much freedom in the last 12 weeks. And the enemy, just like your little mishap with sickness, yeah. is saying, whoa, you're not that free. You haven't really changed. You're still this. And you just need to take the old, this kind of a male version, you know, 
pound to the face of the yeah. devil. No, that's the female version too. Yeah, not I, in this house. I don't want to insult the <laughs> ladies, but not in this house. I've seen not that finger. Yes, I've seen right. that finger. Scared me to death. <laughs> a lot of memories of that finger. Um, it's a Holy Ghost finger. But we need the Holy Ghost finger to come out and say, I'm not, I'm not still wrestling with this. I'm going to replace it right. with the new era. Shannon, hit us with a ton of bricks on that. Because I feel like we give in a little bit sometimes, and we don't need to. Let's just pray that, Brian. I think let's just pray that. We're like laying hold by faith. And like, I don't even, honestly, I don't even, I, I need faith, but I'm like, I'm like, I am watching Jesus transform my life on a daily basis. Right. I'm like, I don't need my, my motivation is I'm looking at my own personal life, my marriage, my mothering, my relationships. When I'm driving, I'm not wanting to, you know, do something crazy, the person just cut me off. Like I am watching Jesus transform my life. And I'm like, man, I just, I think we lay hold of that again today by faith. Like, yes, I love that. The enemy has no hold over me. Like he's seen his day. Like we are walking in the spirit and we are walking in truth. I remember when you guys asked me that day, that day one, that after that email, when I said, I'm going to come to California seven, eight years ago now, or seven years ago now. And I remember saying, you guys said, what do you believe you're on the earth to do? And I said, I believe that I'm on the earth to destroy the work of the enemy. And the way that we make the enemy pay is by living in the full confidence of what Jesus Christ did for us. That's how we make him pay. We don't make him pay by just right by rioting. We don't make him pay by being angry at that person that hurt us. I don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. I think the Lord just saying like we're laying. We are going to put the final nail in that coffin today. And I just so I think we just pray for that. We just explode in prayer on that. So just That's put your it. hand over your own heart. Okay, I can't do this for you. You are going to lay hold today of this reality. You are a preacher of the gospel because you have been saved and set free. Whoever Jesus sets free, he is free indeed. You yes. need to say that over yourself because it's the reality that we're walking in, guys. It's the joy of salvation that the Lord wants to release over us because when people see that joy, they are, everyone wants a king like Jesus. I'm telling you now, and we represent him. He's alive inside of me. And he's sending, when he wants to go to someone, he's going to send you. And when he wants to say something to someone, he's going to give you the words. And when he wants to reach that nation, he's going to put that nation in your heart. You really are the plan to seek and to save the lost. And so, Father, we just as brave love women today, we lay hold of this reality. My heart is racing. I know it's true. You have fully won our hearts, Jesus. You won our hearts. You won our hearts at the cross. You won our hearts, Jesus, when you shed your blood for me. You won our hearts when you, with resurrection and resurrected life that you gave me. Jesus, you have won our hearts. And today, Father, we say we will not be silent. We will lift our voices and proclaim the gospel truths so that we can see the greatest awakening and harvest that the world's ever known. Father, thank you for salvation. And we destroy the lie that we are not evangelists. We destroy the lie that we don't know what to say. 
We destroy the lie that we're the same people we were three months ago, three years ago. We destroy that lie. We're not the same even as we were three days ago. Father, we thank you that you are transforming us into your nature and into your likeness. Thank you, Father. I just feel like let's take a second, just let the reality, the reality of the love of Jesus wash you again today. I love what he's saying, and I work closely with Frenchie. He is like my brother. I have watched him day in and day out. He doesn't go a day where he doesn't tell people, someone how much Jesus loves them. I just, Father, transform us with the reality of the good news. Thank you, Father. Brian, Christy. Boy, our, our circumstances are changing so rapidly around us. But the nature of Jesus does not change. And it's so true that we are being transformed from glory to glory in this season. That is a real truth. And I do feel like what today addresses is the enemy tries to create a narrative around us. It tries, he tries to create a narrative around you that presses in and creates defeat. You feel alone. You fall back into old patterns of thinking. And I just think the fastest way to gain authority over it is really to get the gospel in your spirit and preach it and share it. I, I just could not agree more. And I also agree with Isa. There is nothing more life-giving than to see someone give their life to Jesus, to really submit to Jesus, but know that they're going to be with you in eternity. And five minutes before, they weren't. And that's the reality. That is the reality. This is what I want to challenge you with as we close up our hour. Some of you are going to be really struck by the Spirit, and you already know people that you need to share the gospel with. And you can get off this call and you can go through these notes. Just read over these notes again and again and then practice it out loud. Say it out loud. Call someone and say, can I practice giving this to you? Is that totally awkward? Absolutely, of course, because we're not doing it with a real person. But what happens when we engage with that person is the Holy Spirit comes and he shows us what to do because something's been seated in our heart. Thank you for listening to our podcast. For more information on Brave Love, visit bravelovewomen.com and follow us on Instagram at bravelovewomen.